Okay, friends, today we are journeying into the month of February. And there are so many great things about February. We did Chinese New Year uh, yesterday. And we did, and we've got um, Valentine's Day coming up, and that's a pretty big holiday. So we're going to read some Valentine's Day stories, aren't we? Mm hmm. So today's story is called Slugs in Love. And it's by Susan Pearson and illustrated by Kevin O'Malley and read today by Mommy and... Do you have a name today for our friends? Um, can you read about it? Okay. He has a name and he's thinking about it. Do you want to let us know after we've read the story? If you think of it before, then you can tell us. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> but in the meantime, can I call you Philip? Is that okay? No. Oh. Well, then let me know. Uh, we'll start this story now. <clears throat> Mary Lou loved everything about Herbie. How his slime trail glistened in the dark. How he could stretch himself thin to squeeze into the cellar window. How he always got the juiciest tomato. Though she never spoke a single word to him, she was too shy. She thought about Herbie every morning and every night and most of the hours in between. On Monday, while she grazed in the strawberry patch, Herbie filled her mind and a love poem filled her heart. She wrote it in slime on the watering can. Strawberries are red. Blueberries are blue. Herbie is handsome. Love, Mary Lou. The next morning, Herbie found it. He looked around. There were already at least 60 slugs in the garden. He, which one, he wondered, was Mary Lou? He decided to send a message back. He wrote it on the garden hoe. Mary Lou. Which one are you? Meet me here at half past two. Yours truly, Herbie. But the gardener put the hoe away in the barn. So Mary, knew, Mary Lou never saw Herbie's message. On Tuesday, while Mary Lou was hiding from the sun and the ivy, she saw Herbie hiding under a stone and a poem immediately came immediately came to mind she wrote it on the wheelbarrow later that day the sun is shining all around it shines on field and tree but herbie's safe beneath a rock i wish he'd think of me love mary lou Mary Lou loves Herbie, teased Jethro on Wednesday morning. Herbie blushed. Who, who is Mary Lou? He asked, but Jethro didn't know either. Herbie sent another message. This time, he wrote it on the fence where it would stay put. To Mary Lou. Could you, you could make my life complete. I'd love to meet someone so sweet. Tell me where and I'll be there. Sincerely, Herbie. But that afternoon, 
it rained and his letter washed away. Even when Mary Lou was sleeping, poems to Herbie filled her dreams. She woke early and wrote another poem on the scarecrow. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Herbie, Herbie, handsome slug, Mary Lou would love a hug. Love, Mary Lou. I know. It's so funny how she writes things very high. And I don't think that I've ever seen a slug do that. But you never know. Slugs are very creative, I think. That Mary Lou is some poet, said Sammy. Do you know her? Herbie asked excitedly. I think she's the brownish one, said Sammy. Um, is that helpful? Because all slugs are kind of greenish-brownish, right? Oh, man. All day long, Herbie searched for a brownish slug. But next to the brown dirt, they all looked a little brown. Herbie left another message on the watermelons. Your poems make me happy. Your poems make me glad. But I can't find you, Mary Lou. And that makes me feel sad. Your friend, Herbie. But Mary Lou was in the squash patch that day and didn't see Herbie's note. She left another poem behind a zucchini. Would you like to hear what it says? It says... Herbie, you would make me as happy as can be if you just pay attention, please, and please notice me. Love, Mary Lou. Well, Herbie was at his wit's end. He had been noticing her. Well, her poems, anyway. And he asked everyone he could think of if they knew her. Well, I think she's the greenish one, said Homer. I think she's the pinkish one, said Jodell. Maybe she's the one who likes tomatoes, said Adelaide. All slugs like tomatoes, said Herbie, but Adelaide had given him an idea. Herbie climbed to the top of the tallest tomato plant, and on his way back down, he wrote a message. Do you want to know what he wrote? Okay. Look at me, I've climbed so high what I, that I can see the world pass by. Mice and ants and old black shoe, but Mary Lou, where are you? I've left you poems near and far. Won't you tell me where you are? Love, Herbie. And that night... When Mary Lou went out to snack on a tomato, she found Herbie's message glistening in the garden. What joy! What gladness! What delight! Mary Lou could hardly contain herself as she hurried to the barn. The next next morning, the first thing Herbie saw was... Your rhyme is sublime, Herbie, dear. I am here! And there's a little trail. She's written on the side of the barn. And there's a little trail from her, her message down to her. 
As always, when she saw Herbie, poetry filled Mary Lou's head. She said, Herbie, I am Mary Lou. We made it last. How do you do? And Herbie was tongue-tied. Suddenly, he felt shy. But at last, he blurted out, I'm fine, will you be mine? Mary Lou and Herbie lived happily ever after. And I would like to point out that they are a really cute little slug couple. Yeah. And they've got little slug babies in the last picture here. And do you know when someone says, will you be mine? What they mean typically is, will you be my true love? It's very romantic. Yeah, it is. And sometimes... Did my papa say, will you be mine to me? He did. And I said, of course. <laughs> and that's the end of that story.